Yeah. The universe is busy. No one's going to take care of you but you. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? Have you ever stopped to wonder what the impact of a smile can have? I mean, it can light up somebody's day. Well, some people just don't have the confidence to smile because of the condition of their teeth or maybe something underlying. Celebrity cosmetic dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman, referred to as Dr. Bill, has been practicing for over 30 years in the Beverly Hills area and is basically the guy that has transformed the smiles of celebrities like Katy Perry, Usher, Fergie, Jessica Simpson, Mark Wahlberg, Ava Longoria, and the list goes on and on. Dr. Bill was the only dentist featured on ABC's hit show, Extreme Makeover, and he's a recurring guest host on the CBS Emmy Award daytime talk show, The Doctors. He's referred to, which I love this, as the Michael Jordan of dentistry. You've seen him on every show possible. He's also the founder of Discus Dental and has helped companies basically sell billions of whitening products like Zoom and Bright Smile. He is the author of best-selling books. He holds two Guinness Book of World Records. He has received 20 Lifetime Achievement Awards. I mean, the guy has checked off every professional box you can imagine. But Dr. Bill right now is most excited about his nonprofit, the Leap Foundation. Leap is a week-long motivational and leadership program that teaches kids between the ages of 15 to 25 how to live better and empower them for greatness. He's so much more than a dentist. He's transforming lives. And I'm really excited to share his passion for helping people beyond the smile. Let's listen. Dr. Bill, it's so great to have you on. Thanks for having me. I'm a big fan. I am just blown away by what you have accomplished in your career. But first and foremost, I just want to say thank you because I think what you are just as an entrepreneur and, and a visionary is somebody that sees beyond what is right here and right now. I mean, where do you feel like that came from? How did you get that entrepreneurial mindset? You know, it, it, it's so funny. It's not just the entrepreneurial mindset. That's coupled with the philanthropic one. I, I can't separate those. And I've been interviewed by hundreds, thousands of people on different mediums and shows and whatnot. And, you know, when you go in and you're on like The Tonight Show, they put you in a little room with a producer and they interview you for like an hour. And then they pick and choose kind of the stuff that they like. And then when you go live on TV, 
they ask you that. Oprah doesn't do that. Mm. When Oprah interviews you, she wants your raw, unfiltered, unfiltered answer right there. And I remember, you know, Oprah saying, Dr. Bill, your career has been so unique and like there's no other dentist in history that's done what you've done. Like what inspired you to think outside the box? I said, Oprah, I, I never even knew there was a box. Mm, I love like, that. This was like, this was like, you know, almost eight years ago. I had never heard the phrase thinking outside the box. I'm like, I didn't even know there was a box. And I think that that is a huge part of my success is, you know, people are always telling themselves, I can't, I can't, I can't. Well, if you say that, you can't, yeah. you know, I've never said that, you know, I absolutely never fail, never. And, but, and I'm not an arrogant person. My definition of failure is this. If I try something and I don't succeed at first, that's not failure. That's practice. And I'll do it again and again and again and again. Yeah. So you only fail when you quit. And I'm the most tenacious person you're going to meet. I won't quit. Hence, I won't fail. I love that mindset. And, you know, I think I kind of just jumped into like a big question because we were talking prior to recording and you were sharing your philanthropic efforts and, and your, your um, nonprofit, the Leap Foundation, which I want to talk about in detail. But your resume in terms of what you've done in the world of dentistry is groundbreaking. And I want everybody to kind of understand when you go down a career path, you have several different roads. You know, you got trained, like I'm assuming every other dentist, but you took a very different direction. Can you just kind of help us understand why you went the direction that you did in terms of creating Zoom, which was incredible, I mean, groundbreaking in terms of the whitening approach to dentistry and cosmetic dentistry certainly being so important right now but also who you have worked with and just how you have defined yourself. How do you feel like you became equipped to do that? Wow. You just asked me like 20 questions <laughs> all in one. All right. Well, I'm going to feed right into your whole philosophy. Here's the recipe for success. Mm. Get great mentors. When, when I came to Beverly Hills and decided I was going to practice cosmetic dentistry, at the age of 25, they didn't need another cosmetic dentist, right? Like they certainly didn't need me. So what did I do? I looked for the five most successful dentists. I called them up and I said, look, I just graduated dental school. I absolutely don't know anything in the world, but I know you're a great dentist. Can I come in and watch? And I sat there like a sponge. And I didn't just watch them do dentistry. It's not about the didactic dental skills. It's about how did they greet their patients? What were the forms they filled out? How did they bring them into the treatment room? How did you talk to the patient? How did you present treatment? Then how did you do the dentistry? And after that, how did you dismiss the patient? And how did you set up the next visit? Like, everything from A to Z. And I went there and I just took notes and notes and notes and more notes. And I took 
the best of these five practices and made it better. Mm. And within a year, I had a busier practice than any dentist in Beverly Hills. How did you understand how to do that though at 25? I mean, that, you know what? The, most I kids knew, are just like trying to figure out how to listen, like do their laundry. <laughs> no, no, get it. I knew I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. I knew that there were people out there way better than me. Hmm. So well, copy genius. Why not copy genius instead of trying to invent mediocrity? Yeah. I saw what was working. Hmm. I just wanted to do it. And then what my goal was, was to do it better. You know, how did I start Discus Dental? I was called by the biggest whitening company at the time in 1989 and said, hey, Dr. Bill, you're doing more tooth whitening in your office than any dentist in the country. Hmm. How are you doing that? Hmm. I didn't answer that question. The question I asked them was, you know, your product could be so much better. The taste is bad. It came, do you remember mimeograph? This is before Xerox. You were no. probably too young. It was like, it was on this crummy paper that was like bluish and it faded in like three weeks. And I mean, it was really, the presentation was awful. And, you know, I said, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And, and I actually even offered to work for the company for free. Hmm. I didn't want any, I, I just thought I wanted to make a better product, a better presentation. For your customers, yeah, yeah. Your clients. And they're like, you're 28 and you don't know anything. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I found a guy who became my best friend. He grew up in the cosmetic industry. I'm sure you've heard of Fred Heyman. Mm -hmm. It was his son, Robert Heyman. Fred created Giorgio Cosmetics. And Robert and I started Discus Dental with nothing. We didn't have a pot to piss in. I grew up poor. We had nothing. Hmm. And we grew that company from zero with zero investors to over $1.3 billion in sales. Wow. You found something that you basically broke the model, right? You redefined the model. You broke it in half and redefined it. Um, it's called in, in the world of marketing, we created a category killer. Mm. We didn't just create a whitening product. We created a whitening product that was so popular. It basically put everybody else out of business. So can you talk a little bit about how it works? It works. And I'm assuming it's still, people are still using it, correct? Yeah. Well, Zoom became our category killer in that mm. space. And I mean, there's a big story behind all that because, you know, we were starting to have issues with, with, um, with Bright Smile because of patent things and this and that. And we always had a very amicable relationship with them. So instead of going the legal route, we just bought them. Mm. So we ended up owning Zoom and Bright Smile, thus owning all the IP for in-office light-activated tooth whitening. And you know that made the value of our company skyrocket. And then it was kind of a perfect storm. I mean, here we have this great product. I was fortunate enough to be selected to be the, the dentist, the featured dentist on ABC's Extreme Makeover. And now not only do we have this great product, but we're getting free advertising on primetime TV every Thursday night. 
And again, a great, a great hack in terms of, right, you know, that, taking what you... That was just being yeah. in the right place in the right time. Listen, yeah. there's two things that I try to literally instill in kids' heads when they come to leave. Hmm. Number one, don't wait for opportunities in life. Make them. Mm-hmm. If I meet another kid who tells me that they're waiting for the universe to show them something... I, I want to like shake them and say, the universe is busy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you go create it. Yeah. The universe is busy. No one's going to take care of you, but you. Yes. And number two, when you do get an opportunity, don't take it. Hmm. Master it. Master it. I love that. And there's a big difference. Look at, I was not born for TV. I was born to be a dentist. I really think that's my calling in life. But when I saw what an opportunity it was for me to be on TV and have people see what I was doing, it was the first time that dentistry was ever highlighted in a positive light. Mm. And when I saw what an impact that made, I was ashamed at how bad I was. So instead of being ashamed, you know what I did? Mm. I took acting classes, hosting classes, improv classes, teleprompting camp, because I wanted to be the best me that I could be and take advantage of that. What happened? Well, as a result, our sales, which had plateaued at 75 million, jumped the first year to 101 million, then 135 million. And then the third year I was on the show, we almost did $200 million in sales in one year. Incredible. Um, you you just touched on the Leap Foundation, and I I want to talk about that, but I want to talk about that in just a little bit because it's a really important focal point that brings basically all facets of health together. But um, dentistry is, you know, when people think about cosmetic dentistry, obviously it's all about appearance. What does that do for people? I mean, what have you seen that do for your clients? Because I think you know, I want people to understand there's a difference between, you know, just desiring, um, you know, a good smile, but people who really might need it because it's hindering their ability to fully express themselves, to fully find their joy. You know what? First of all, it's, it's not all about appearance. I mean, cosmetic dentistry also encompasses health and you know gingival health and I mean you can make beautiful teeth if somebody's got bloody red puffy inflamed gums that's not very pretty either so Mm -hmm. cosmetic dentistry isn't just about the appearance I mean for some people yeah but it really encompasses everything and you know it's funny when we were doing extreme makeover in the pilot episode All I got to do was zoom whitening on three patients. And then I went to ABC and I pitched. I said, look, you guys, look how important the smile is. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, all these plastic surgeons can do this beautiful surgery, but the patient smiles and their teeth are, you know, a train wreck. That's not going to be a good result. They were so excited about that, that I became the first pit stop. Like if Dr. Bill couldn't fix the teeth, Mm. they didn't get on the show. 
that's how important they, mm. they rank dentistry. And you know, yeah, your smile's an important thing. And I'm gonna tell you something funny because before we started the show, you were saying, you know, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now, you know, it's so important just for people to see you smile. Even when you have a mask on, <laughs> you can see people smile. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not just about your mouth. You, you see it in your eyes. Your whole face lights up. So smile, even with your mask on, smile. I love, that should be a campaign. Smile, even with your mask on. I mean, and, and the truth is people are wearing masks, even if they're not wearing literal masks. You know, some people have really um, intense self-doubt. And, you know, there's a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety right now. Um, and dentistry, and like you mentioned, you know, taking care of your gums and taking care of your oral health is so important. But how important is it to your overall health? I mean, it, it's incredibly important. You know, um, there's a huge correlation between heart disease and poor oral hygiene. You know, and a lot of that stems from the fact that when you do have bad oral hygiene, you develop what's called periodontal disease, where you have this bacteria continually, you know, fighting, you know, in, in your mouth, and your body is fighting off this bacteria, and it weakens your immune, it weakens your immune system. So it's incredibly you know, important. And there are volumes and volumes of research that show a very high correlation between heart disease and, and oral hygiene and oral health. So, you know, that's probably one of the biggest components. But, you know, you want to stay as, as healthy as you can, especially right now. You don't want anything that weakens your immune system. So, you know, obviously you're not going to be able to go to the dentist right now and get cleanings, but, you know, continue good oral hygiene at home, brush, floss. You know, people are like, well, do I really have to floss? I was on The View and Joy said, Dr. Bill, really, do I have to floss? And I said this, just floss the teeth you want to keep. <laughs> Why would you not want to floss is my question. It feels well, so good. Well, what people don't realize is when you brush, you brush the front, you brush the back, you brush the top. There's two surfaces you're not cleaning. Oh, and those are the sense. two in between your teeth. Mm -hmm. So if you're not physically getting in there and flossing, you're leaving the most detrimental bacteria right there. Have you ever wondered, is rinsing my produce with the water that comes out of the sink that I don't even drink enough to really clean it? Well, then you're one of the smartest people I know. Because you're absolutely right. It's not enough. That's why we created the only all-natural and patented line of food wash and wipes. And it's called Eat Cleaner. It's tasteless, odorless, and lab tested. And it removes up to 99.9% of the residue that water can't, including pesticides, wax, soil, and junk that can carry bacteria that can really make you sick. Plus, we formulated it to help extend the shelf life of your fresh produce too, and that'll save you money. When your berries are lasting up to 10, 12 days, you know that's a good thing. It helps your produce last up to five times longer using a natural blend of fruit acids and antioxidants. 
So there's no chemicals. It's just clean eating fun. And this can help save your family an average of over $500 per year. Make it easy on yourself, reduce waste, and get that fruit and veggies into your body, where it's gonna do you a lot of good and not in the trash. Check us out, eatcleaner.com, or head to our Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash eatcleaner. mention i mean who wants to have nasty stuff stuck in their teeth i mean get it out well, of there i agree but you'd be surprised how many people just don't want to do it <laughs> i thought even if i i mean i'm a man so i'm not gonna i don't carry a purse um some men do it's okay i don't uh, that's called a purse, by the way but i always but i always have floss in my pocket yeah. like if i'm gonna go out to dinner at least I'll go wash my hands off floss afterwards because I don't want to like sit there at dinner, you know, and, and have food in between. I, I, I can't stand it. No, it's but, so distracting. So anytime I eat anything, I floss, but maybe that's because I'm a dentist. I well, I, I think, you know, when we think about oral health, I think, you know, there's this almost weird stigma about going to the dentist. And I have to tell you that my son, who is 14, one of his favorite things is to go to the dentist. It's the funniest thing. He just, he comes out of there and he's very happy and he feels so fresh and clean. Um, now that people, and you mentioned this, that they are home and they can't necessarily go to see their, their dentist, what are the practices besides flossing and brushing that you would recommend? Do you, what if you don't have mouthwash at home? Are there any household items that you can um, swish with or are there any things that are maybe like not necessarily in a package that people can use as a substitute? Mouthwash is overrated. It's really about brushing and flossing. Really, that's it. I mean, mouthwash, yeah, it gives you a nice little minty thing a little bit, but I mean, most mouthwashes really don't do anything. The ones that do are ones with fluoride. There are people that have um, very high rates of decay and, and those can help them. And then, you know, there, there are other um, conditions where people have, you know, maybe had just had gum surgery or something where they're going to use a product like Paradex, which is a very strong antibacterial that is used for a short period of time while you're healing and things like that. But, you know, your over-the-counter mouthwashes, most of them aren't even good for you. Look at mm. the alcohol content. Yeah. If it lot of alcohol in it or any alcohol, I wouldn't use it at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some that have zero alcohol, but it, there's nothing that a mouthwash does that, you know, sugar-free gum can't do. Really? So yeah. what about, I mean, what about the bacteria kill though? Is there any merit to using it's like- It's kind of a, a joke because what happens is the ones that kill the bacteria have alcohol. So what happens is you kill the bacteria and then a few hours later, the bacteria proliferate even more. Mm. So it's almost like a placebo thing, you know? Plus, I mean, it, just, it really, it doesn't have a long-term, you know, kind of effect of, of lowering bacteria in your mouth. It's, mm. it's immediate and then they just come right back. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good to know because I think a lot of people out there are probably uh, spending a lot of money on gargling. So let's talk about the Leap Foundation because I think yeah. this to me is maybe one of the most important things that every, um, every young adult 
can plug into, and you mentioned this at the beginning, is you know finding a mentor. And this program really is about leadership and mentoring, which is so important right now. I just see so many kids that are finding themselves without um, any real direction and any real hope. Tell us a little yeah. bit about the foundation, what so, you're doing. For the last 13 years, we have put on a one-week program for students 15 to 25 at UCLA live. And it's phenomenal. We get 400 kids plus. I've had amazing speakers. Mark Wahlberg, mm -hmm. Anthony Hopkins, Michael Strahan, Paula Abdul, Jonathan Bennett, um, Kathy Bates, um, Eva Longoria. I mean, it's literally phenomenal. And the kids come to the program, and we basically teach them skills for success. But not like you think. You know, not just, you know, skills that you normally learn. We do things like networking. We do things like public speaking. We do things like, I do a program called the 100-Year Lifestyle, where we teach them how to live a healthy life with their diet and nutrition and, and exercise. I do a whole evening on drinking and driving, mm. where I bring my best friend who lost his 21-year-old son because he was drinking and driving. And I'll tell you something. When Dr. Bill says, don't drink and drive, they're like, yeah, I get it. When a grieving father mm. says, look, I just lost the most beautiful boy in the world because mm. he made a stupid choice, yeah. it hits home. Wow. And then to, to hit home even harder, I bring in Kyle. Kyle is a 23-year-old quadriplegic. Mm. who was drinking and driving and tells the kids, this was the stupidest thing I ever did, you know? And today with Uber and Lyft and all this stuff, there's so many reasons why you don't ever have to do it. Even when we were growing up, we didn't have those things, mm -hmm. but today they have even more. Yeah. And so, you know, LEAP is a program where we basically, yeah, teach kids the skills they need to be successful by letting them listen to successful people who have, you know, gone on and done really well and, and are committed to giving back. All of these speakers, Anthony Hopkins, Mark Wahlberg, none of them take a penny from me. They all come and speak for free because they believe, like I do, that our future is in our kids. And, this is you know, amazing. What an amazing program. So I understand you said that this year, um, due to the, um, the pandemic, you're going to be doing this online. Right. So this year, the program will be from July 20th to the 29th. It will be online. It's for students 15 to 25. The cost for the week will be $449. You can go to our website and register right now. It's www.leapfoundation.com. Um, and uh, Or you can just call. We have a toll-free number. It's 877-855-5327 and you can enroll your students. The, the cool thing about the program is that for every five or six students, they will have a coach and we will have small chat rooms. We have the ability to do this virtually. So, you know, we're going to try and keep the experience as 
close to what we had in the past that worked as possible. So a big part of the success of the program is this. Mm. Miriam, I have three daughters. You know, if I tell my kids to do something, mm. they're not going to do it. Yeah. Now, if you're a nurse and a specialist in a field and you tell them to do it, they might do it. But I can guarantee you that if five of their best girlfriends tell them to do something, they're going to do it. Yeah. And the success of LEAP is this. We put these students in groups with other students their own age with their similar interests, and they form a group, a support group. And when LEAP is done, we're not done. Their coach will check in with them every month at least and make sure that they're doing the things that, we, that they say they're going to do. We make 100% of the kids leave with written goals, you know, and we, we check up on them, you know. And, you know, in a, in a time in our world where social media and all this stuff is so, so harsh on kids, it's great to have a safe place. It's mm -hmm. great to have a haven where they can go and know they're going to be supported, and we give them that. I think this is maybe one of the most valuable gifts a parent could give to their kid. And I know I for my saying. teenagers, I, I'm definitely going to register them because, you know, you, you nailed it by saying they might not listen to you. I mean, even though I'm an expert in nutrition and I am a chef and I cook with them, Oftentimes they'll ask me questions and they'll doubt that I'm actually responding the right way. And I'm like, wait a second, I actually went to school for this. But to hear it from someone else, to hear it, um, to have a friend be on board with them makes that much more of a difference. And I'm really curious, though, about your 100-year, that thing you mentioned about the 100-year part. Can you yeah, elaborate well, on that? The, the impetus for that was this. Um, one day I'm, I, I'm in my office and a woman comes in and I looked in her mouth in shock. Mm. I mean, it was literally a train wreck. Mm. And I How said, How old was her, she? Hang on, that's the punchline. Uh, I said to her, I said, How did it get this bad? And she goes, I don't know, just neglect and. She goes, you know, Doc, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have taken so much better care. She was 58. Wow. Really? I'm older. And, you know, I'm thinking about that. And it's like a lot of kids just don't know. They just don't know. So I do a one and a half hour program at LEAP saying, look, you guys are 15 to 25. If you do this, 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 and this, you're going to live to be 100 years old and be healthy and be active. And for a lot of kids, it's like a slap in the face. Like, whoa, yeah. nobody ever told me that. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, people don't realize that, you know, over-the-counter drugs can kill you also. I have a, a, one of my close, close friends died, died from Advil. No way. Yeah. She had chronic migraines, and the only thing that worked was Advil. And for years, she was taking upwards of 30 Advil a day. Whoa. 
Wow. She lost complete liver function. Wow. Died at 35. My goodness. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that kids just don't realize, you know. Um, and so I talk to them about, you know, smoking, obesity, you know, sun, being in the sun. I mean, yeah. you know, motorcycles, you know. I, you know, I know something. I told my kids point blank. If you ever get on a motorcycle, you're out of my will. Because mm. I'm not going to leave money to somebody that has a death wish. Mm. I was so good at this that when my kids were five and six and we would be on the freeway or whatever and they saw people on motorcycles, they say, Daddy, look, another organ donor. Jeez. Oh, it's not funny. It's There's not. No, I mean, and, I mean, it's, and, and listen, yeah. I'm really opinionated and I'm sure that some people are not going to like that I said that. I lost two of my best friends on motorcycles and I have a guy that comes and speaks at Leap every year who was a, a football player, a professional football player who is a great driver. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. You know, he yeah. got hit by a taxi cab that didn't see him and now he has no leg. Well, yeah. here, here's the thing. I think, you know, I think we all have the right to protect our kids and especially when you are a parent i think you know the passion that you feel becomes that much more palpable because you see them every day and you see their friends and you know that you can make a difference is there a central place where people can find you and follow you and learn more about all of the initiatives you have because you are so much more than and i'm not saying this in a bad way you're so much more of a dentist you're really a visionary of lifestyle and I think we, it gets very confusing out there. Well, who do you follow? Who do you trust? Right. There's a well, million different opinions. I mean, I just read an article from a, a credible source talking about how there's really no way to boost your immunity. And I was just saying to myself, how irresponsible. Why are right. they saying this when we know diet and lifestyle and, and you know, your choices make a big impact? So how do they Huge. find you? So I have almost a million followers on Instagram. They can follow me at, it's at Dr. Bill Dorfman, D-R-B-I-L-L Dorfman. Um, also, I'm probably one of the only people that has that many followers who actually answer all of my DMs. <laughs> so if somebody wants to contact me, that's Amazing. the best way to contact me. Um, you know, I'm the, I'm the same on Facebook and, and Twitter. I don't really do those because I get tons and tons of new patients from Instagram and that's just kind of the medium I like the best. So yeah. if you want to reach me on, on social, that's the best. If you want information about cosmetic dentistry and dentistry, my website, it's just Dr. Bill Dorfman, you know, www.drdrbillbilldorfman. Um, if you want to um, do a virtual smile consult right now um, since I'm sitting at home and not treating <laughs> patients. It's great. Uh, people can do that. So people who are interested in, you know, finding out what cosmetic dentistry can do for their smiles, I'm, I'm happy to spend a little bit of time and talk about that. And if you want information on LEAP, you know, for your kids, uh, just go to www.leapfoundation.com. Um, we're enrolling right now. We have about 100 kids signed up for the program. You know, we always sell out at 400. Well, this year, guess what? There's no limit. So mm. we could take as many kids 
as they want. And one of the other things that's cool about LEAP is, you know, in the past, 60% of the kids who have come to the program have come on scholarships. So we go out and we raise money and we find kids that are, you know, A students that could never afford to go to a program, you know, where, you know, the, the regular cost for LEAP is $2,500 for the week. Well, now we can add as many kids as we want. It's That's not so great. cost us more. So, yeah. I'm so going to make sure to post that on my Instagram today, too, so that I can get it out there just as soon as possible and encourage people to come to you. And I would like a smile consult because I chipped my tooth right here a few weeks ago. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Well, and, where do you live? Uh, we're in Westlake Village, so not oh, too far. My parents live in Westlake. Yeah, well. All, well, your consult is all you need is bonding. Yes! So when, when, uh, when we're allowed to go back to our office, um, I'll do that. I just purchased something today that's a game changer for dentists. Tell, tell it's, me. It's basically an extra oral high-speed vacuum. So basically what happens is people don't realize this dentistry is the most dangerous profession of all right now for coronavirus. Why? Well, the whole thing about six feet distancing, that's if you cough or you sneeze, the droplet falls, right? When you put a drill in somebody's mouth and you create this aerosol that stays in the air for three hours. Wow. So basically what this is, it's a vacuum that we put right by your mouth and it, sucks in all the aerosol, like 99.9% like of it. So every Which, dentist needs to have this, basically. I just bought them for all my rooms. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they're on back order, but um, I had a nice conversation with the guy, and I think I'm going to do a segment on the doctors on it. So they were able to get me a unit, so it should be coming in, in two weeks. Amazing. Um, but, I saw you work, uh, Dr. Travis is one of your clients. I was on the doctors uh, yes. a couple months ago and had such a nice time with them. Um, and uh, I, I noticed he has a great smile. So good job, Doc. Yeah, he let me, <laughs> he let me, do, he let me do his teeth on TV. We changed all oh, of his wow. crap. That's so, so cool. cool. So I have to ask you a question because I ask all my guests this because it always comes back to food. Um, if there was one meal that you could have every day and never get tired of it, what would it be? Kind of your favorite meal and who would make it? You're so funny. Okay. I am literally such a creature of habit. Hmm. A, a Most lot of successful people, people are, by the way. <laughs> okay. For the last 30 years, I have literally had the same breakfast and same lunch every day. And what's No that? matter where I am in the world. What is it? For breakfast, I have a huge smoothie with all kinds of goodies in it. I put two different kinds of proteins, oat bran, flaxseed, um, fruit, uh, carrot juice, water. And that's what I have every morning and I love it. Yeah. Um, every morning and for lunch, I have the same lunch every day. I have a turkey or chicken sandwich uh, with a tomato, well, a whole tomato and uh, and an apple. 
and then dinner, I go wild. Uh, it's, I'll tell you what I've been having for dinner lately, which mm. is, and I'm going to give them a big shout out, Creation. Have you shopped there? Yeah, there's one really close to me, actually. So here's the deal. You go online and... Oh, I lost you. There you are. Uh, hold on, I'm back. Okay. My aunt you go online and you order everything online. You drive up to the store. You call them. They come right out. They take your credit card. They charge it. And then you drive off. You don't even have to get out of your car. What do you and like it, to get? What do you like to get from uh, there? Everything. I, I so every night I have one of their soups. They have a, a carrot soup. They have um, butternut squash, soup, and it's all healthy. There's no preservatives. There's no. It's real food. It's is just it, food. Is it dairy free? Uh, some things are. Some things aren't. Okay. The stuff I get is dairy free. Um, I just get yeah, it's dairy free. Um, and and then. For protein, every night I either get their turkey chili or their chicken tortilla soup, um, which is great. And then just to give me a little bit more chicken, I, I bake a, a big thing of like 10 chicken breasts. And then I add one of those every night to the chili or the tortilla soup. And that, that's what I've been having. I'm not a cook. I, I'm just not. And, but that's what I've been having every night since this started. What are, are there certain foods that you avoid completely? Yeah, bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> what do you consider bad? Um, so I don't eat fried foods. Um, I have very little dairy, uh, zero alcohol. Uh, I haven't had alcohol since I was 21. Like I, I had a few drinks when I was 21. Like, I hate this. And mm -hmm. I just... I've never had alcohol. Um, I don't eat. Um, I don't eat real fatty foods. I try to. I try to stick to just really healthy, organic if possible foods. Um, I I don't eat any red meats. Uh, I I do have chicken and fish. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I you know I, I just I eat just really kind of basic healthy you know i'm kind of a boring eater i guess but well i i think there's nothing wrong with eating the same types of foods over and over again and even in my book i talk about the merit of that just having the same kind of food wardrobe and then switching it up with spices or preparation or whatever the case might be but do you feel that your approach to food and your moderate approach obviously not even drinking um, and I know that you're a fitness buff is why you look the way you do at 61 and have the energy that you do. And is this something that you feel like anybody can do regardless of their DNA? Here's the deal. Uh, I just shot, I just shot um, submission photos for the cover of Men's Health. If I get it, I'll be the oldest guy ever on the cover. Woo! Right? Awesome. Um, and and every time I get interviewed by these fitness magazines, they ask me the same question. And, and so here's the answer. It's three things. Diet, exercise, genetics. You control two, right? I mean, we can't change our, our genetics. Some people are luckier than others, but that doesn't mean you can't compensate for it, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, the worst thing in the world is to come – 
you know, from a family that's got, you know, let's say a history of diabetes and then being obesely overweight. I mean, what are you thinking? Right. You know, a lot of times, you know, you can prevent the onset of things like diabetes by not being obese. Fortunately, I, I feel genetically, you know, I, I, was, I was blessed. And, you know, the other two parts are mine. And I exercise every day. I mean, here I am in quarantine. I spend an hour every day working out in my mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't have, I have friends, I buy a lot of equipment here, like early on. I know it's hard to get it now, but I have friends and all they do is push-ups and sit-ups every day. That's working out. That's yeah. okay. I haven't literally run outside in 20 years. I mean, I'll run on a treadmill, like a, a mile, two miles, but I, I started running again. You know, I used to run when I was a kid. I, so every, you know, every other day I go out and I run two miles, you know? Um, I mean, there are things that you can do. It, you know, I, I, my, ki- my kids always tease me, but my motto is you can rest when you're dead. You know, the reason why I'm still practicing dentistry at the age of 61 and, you know, 80% of my graduating class isn't is because I stay fit. Yeah. I stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a choice. And I, I just got granted, I'm doing an interview uh, this week for GQ on <laughs> how men over 60 can work out. <laughs> I'll, listen, I'll take it. It's GQ, right? Yeah. But this will be my second time in GQ. So, and they'll do some nice photos and stuff. But if you don't, motion is lotion. Hmm. It really is. Yeah, it is. If you, yeah. if you don't exercise, if you don't move, your body's just going to shut down. Yeah. I want to I wanna thank you, Dr. Bill, for all of your wisdom and your insights and your passion because it's your passion that allows your voice to be heard by so many and to be inspired. So I really, really appreciate you. Um, And I hope that everybody listening today to this will come away with the knowledge that there's so much more to a smile. It's being happy on the inside too. And thank thank you for for sharing your light with the world. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And I love what you're doing. I'm a huge, huge fan. Thank thank you. you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.